Welcome to our first interview of the year. Uh, of course, I'm Jacob and I'm joined by our contributor, uh, Eleni. How are you? I'm fabulous, Jacob. Thank you for asking. I'm very excited for our interview today. We've got some amazing homegrown YouTube talent in Demi. Say hi, Demi. Hey, guys. Lovely to be here. Yes, Thanks lovely to have you. Um, I think we should just get straight into this one because I've got so many questions for you. Um, but it. firstly, I guess... Sort of just for our audience and a bit of context, um, you've been on YouTube and now on Twitch um, for quite a few years now. So I guess I just want to sort of know what got you inspired into YouTube. I know that you've said on your Twitch that um, it's like your main passion. Um, so I mm -hmm. guess for our audience, uh, maybe give us a bit of context into how you got into YouTube. Oh, well, you see, the majority of my entertainment from when I was a kid, it, it came from YouTube. I'm sure like all of us, <laughs> you know, I used to watch all the legends back in the day, like from the top of my head, uh, Smosh, uh, Niga Higa, the series uh, Sanity Not Included by Machinima. That's, a, that's an oldie. I don't know if anyone remember that, but yeah, I just, I, th basically those YouTubers just got me into video making. And yeah, as, as a kid, I just wanted to make skits, parodies and all that stuff, just like them. So I, I got my iPad and I downloaded a really, really bad free video editing program, which, you know, they would always put their massive watermarks on the rendered videos and stuff like that. And I would just, I would just go ham. But yeah, um, I don't know if you guys remember this trend on Facebook, which was like for a TBH. Do, do you guys remember any of Oh, how could I forget that trend? Yeah. Oh yeah. boy. <laughs> yeah, I used to do... Um, tbh videos instead of like you know just posting tbhs on people's walls and i would just ed edit those videos just like how like the youtubers like i watch did and from there it just like kind of just stemmed into me going into youtube and yeah that's pretty much it yeah um that's fantastic and i guess touching more on sort of the youtube and um twitch scenes in australia i'd love to get mm -hmm. sort of your take on if you think that that's a scene that's growing in the country. Um, and I guess because you've been making YouTube videos for like over five years now, um, mm -hmm. I would love to hear sort of what you think has changed in those five years. Do you think that it's growing in a positive way? Do you think that there's been some shifts? I would love to hear your thoughts on the Australian mm -hmm. YouTube and Twitch scene. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, back in the day, uh, I would always, I was always noticed, like this is when I was a kid watching just like like all the big YouTubers and stuff, the people that were considered big YouTubers, were, they, they were just all from America. And maybe that's because I was only watching the American ones, but I don't know, that was probably just me. But I remember that it was extremely, extremely rare to hear an Australian accent back then, obviously, because uh, I was just watching Smosh and a bunch of all American stuff like that. But yeah, but nowadays, it's just tens and millions of Australian YouTubers with a crap ton of subscribers 
from the top of my head again, like Laser Beam, Muselk, Max Mofo, How to Basic, just like them, like a lot of Australian YouTubers have recently like popped up now and are part of like the big leagues. So that's that's like a really nice thing to see. And um, as for shifts, um, I don't know if this is just mainly in Australia, but I think it's worldwide too, which is uh, being a YouTuber is um, more normalized now of being like an actual job. Like I hear stories about how kids want to be YouTubers when they grow up, especially from my girlfriend, because she's a teacher and she teaches um, grade fours and stuff like that. So they always say, oh, I want to I want to be a YouTuber when I grow up. And let me tell you, 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 you didn't hear that stuff like seven years ago, I'm pretty sure. Because if a kid wanted to say that to their parents back then, everyone everyone would probably think, oh, they would they would probably not do very well or something like that. But obviously now people are buying their parents' mansions. People are buying like their friends' expensive cars all from like a 10 minute YouTube video. So yeah, so I think that shift is, I don't know, from like a parent's perspective that, oh, back then a child wasn't going to amount to anything if they wanted to be a YouTuber. But now people want their kids kind of to be YouTubers so that, you know, they could get a Ferrari or something. I don't know. I guess, I guess content creation is just more normalized now in that sense that point you made about how sort of the world's normalized youtube being a career Mm -hmm. um and so do you think that part of why um people sort of attribute that normalization do you think it is um because now um people can make more money off youtube do you think it maybe Mm -hmm. has something to do with the quality of content um like what do you think the main reason is that youtube is more normalized as a profession in all honesty, I think it is the money because, again, like a, a person can just make like a five minute long YouTube video and make more than like just from the top of my head, an astronaut. Just uh, it's, that's an over exaggeration, but you know, like, yeah, uh, a, a person can just make like anything they want and get so much money from it at the same time. But yeah, I guess, I guess quality also plays a part in it that, um, Back then, it was just cuts and edits. Now it's just like you know a bunch of green screens on like YouTube and stuff to make it like your videos look more fancy, which will then get more views, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But I think just mainly to do with money, people are like normalizing it in that sense too. Yeah, perfect. Um, and sort of one thing I just want to touch on quickly before we awesome. really move into your content, um, mm-hmm. and the work you do with Dead by Daylight is um, I'd love to know sort of how um covid affected um your work on youtube and specifically looking at sort of you know the melbourne lockdown australia and the way Mm -hmm. we managed covid um how did that sort of impact and influence your content making if it did at all Uh, i i I guess there's positives and negatives to that i guess like during lockdown i think everyone turned to online entertainment like correct me if i'm wrong um but like i think netflix subscriptions were like increased to like 200 percent or something last year I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe that's just the thing. And um, obviously YouTube and Twitch also had more people turning to it for entertainment. But yeah, um, me personally, it, it did give me more time to work, but also a lot more pressure to work, if you know what I mean, during the lockdown. I guess people expect that like, oh, after uploading a video, you they expect more and more because they think, oh, because I'm in lockdown, I don't have anything else to do. So I'll just have to just keep working. But that quarter, that sort of just gives out just gives me pressure and a little bit of stress but yeah i guess i'm i guess i'm still thankful that i could produce income during that really really bad time but yeah it it did have its ups and ups and uh, ups and downs just like how i think other creators would feel the same way so yeah on the back of that um with other creators have you seen i guess through lockdown in your own experience many more creators come into the twitch and youtube 
um, sphere during this lockdown? And do you, in your opinion, think that uh, that kind of trend might continue with, I guess, now that everyone's more inside lockdown has somewhat ended, uh, but we're still encouraged to stay much more safe, much more home and mm-hmm. uh, home, I guess, work has become more popular. Do you think we're going to continue to see um, the amount of streamers and YouTubers, especially in Melbourne, uh, climb? Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, that's pretty much like no, no, yeah. I think, I think, I think it, there will be like a, an increase, and I think there was an increase of more and more people wanting to try YouTube and Twitch. Because I have friends that had nothing to do with YouTube; they didn't even know, like you know, like what to do, how to upload a video, and then they're like, you know what? I I have a lot of free time on my hands. I should try doing YouTube or Twitch to see how I would go. And I was like, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, do do all that stuff. And yeah, so I I, I personally see that there was an, an actual increase, even for people that had no, nothing, like didn't know anything to do with YouTube. They just, they just got into the scene because of the lockdowns. And we might focus now more Demi on you and your content and who I guess you are. So mm-hmm. I have to ask firstly, where did you get the name Demi? <laughs> <laughs> okay. This was uh Ooh, it's a bit of a cringy story, but one people don't really expect there was a game back in the day oh not back in the day it's still going it's still pretty popular i guess uh called team fortress 2 and there was a clan there actually i came up with the clan which just involved more people which was demigods the demigods and we would always put demigods in a bracket or something something cringy like that in front of our actual names my name back in the day was like atomic man or something like that please don't roast me so it was basically demigods atomic man but in team fortress 2 when your name would show up it would only show up because my name was so long it would only show demi so people would always refer to me as demi instead of atomic man (laughs) whatever that was and so basically people just kept calling me demi and then my friends started calling me demi because they wanted to meme the people calling me demi and i just sort of just like took that in and that's the story of my name fair fair (laughs) uh speaking of games um let's move on to i guess your main content is dead by Mm -hmm. daylight um Mm -hmm. for those who don't know what dead by daylight is could you i guess explain the basic uh premise and gameplay yeah, so Dead by Daylight is a 4v1 survival game where you either play as a survivor fixing generators to try and escape the trial, and you also have to try and survive the killer. And the killer, who you can also play as, is the person trying to kill all the survivors. So basically, it's either you kill or you survive in Dead by Daylight. Lovely. Um, and I guess one thing I'm always interested by is sort of the reasoning behind um, what games uh, YouTubers or Twitch streamers decide to stream so um what possessed you to pick dead by daylight like what do you think about the game was the one that made you think this is the one uh well dead by daylight at the time was just the game i was enjoying like a lot i found it extremely fun just either you know just playing by myself or playing with my friends i just i just liked it and people seemed to like me playing it so i i just kept going and here i am today I don't know, I guess just that every match you go into in Dead by Daylight is extremely different, you know, whether it's good or whether it's bad. And if you're like me, who doesn't really take the game too seriously, whether your game is good or bad, it's it's just funny in general. It's just a funny experience. And people like seeing that. People like seeing the funny and the good and the bad in games where people don't really take it too sweaty or seriously. 
So yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I guess like another thing touching on with Dead by Daylight is obviously, like you said, it's a survival game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so do you think, like you said, do you think that maybe the perfect formula sometimes with streamers is playing a game that's sort of a survival horror, but then also sort of making it more of a lighthearted video? Do you think that's sort of the perfect middle ground for successful YouTube videos? Definitely, definitely. When something is considered very scary and made to make you feel scared or terrified or whatever, and someone turns it into a, a way or view that it's actually just a funny game in general, and you shouldn't really be too scared or too worried by it, then I guess it just creates that 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 entertainment aspect of that. Like, oh, this is supposed to be scary, but it's actually just really, really funny. So yeah, I guess people just really like seeing that. I guess on the back of that, with uh, really, really like seeing that, do you have any particular moments from your streaming or a YouTube video that stand out to you? Maybe you were uh, working with someone you didn't expect to work with, or there was a, a moment that is un, un, impossible for you to recreate within any sort of sphere that really, I guess, sticks in your memory as worth checking out if you haven't. Uh, well, nothing as much i just didn't uh think i would be like uh connected to a bunch of different other creators of dead by daylight in general like i thought i would always just be playing with either by myself or with my friends but then here i am talking to like people from america people from england that also play the game and want to collab with me and stuff like that and creating all these funny moments funny memories good content that you know gets us to that 10 minute mark and yeah it's just it's just that that's what stands out is just it connects me to like everyone in, in the entire world that has the same interests and um, passions as me. So that's that's what that's what's really good. And I don't think I could create that with any other sort of type of content on YouTube. Yeah, of course. Um, and I guess sort of going back to what we were talking about with COVID and how that really affected YouTubing. Um do you think that maybe sort of being in isolation made it harder to do things like collaborations or do you think that that really gave people the opportunity because they didn't really have anything else to do? Do you think that it gave people like YouTubers and streamers the opportunity to sort of do collaborations that maybe they didn't think would have been possible previously? Oh yeah. Um, especially online, like uh, especially in the gaming content creating world, because uh, obviously we we people would talk just on Discord or Zoom or whatever like that to collab with uh, another gamer and to create content. However, if 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 I was doing another type of content like I don't know, like going out vlogging stuff like that, it would be pretty different. Uh, COVID would probably affect that extremely negatively. But for for the gaming sphere, yeah, it's just it it'll, it'll just make people bond even more. I guess like I guess like that. What are your plans and goals for the year? Are you going to keep streaming Dead by Daylight? Um, is the focus going to stay on your YouTube channel? Um, any new games you're interested or excited to stream and play? What can you tell us about 2021 for you? Uh, well, I guess for my future on YouTube, I, I've, I've started a second channel, which I do things that have nothing to do with gaming. For example, I review extremely bad movies. And again, I show the people the funny side to them. And like recently too, I recorded a video where me and my friends were trying the second hottest pepper in the world and seeing like how we would react to that. So yeah, just things far from gaming. And I want to make more content like that alongside Dead by Daylight and gaming on my gaming channel. But um, as for games, 
uh, I've mentioned this before, but I, I've been really into playing uh, Zelda right now, especially on my Switch. I've been playing Ocarina of Time, Skyward Sword, um, Breath of the Wild, Hyrule, Hyrule Calamity, etc., etc. So I guess the only game I'm excited for this year, if it does happen, is the Breath of the Wild sequel. That's pretty much all it is. No, that, that's, that's very much fair. And uh, I wanted to ask, actually, um, for anyone looking to become a YouTuber or a streamer, in Melbourne or, I guess, Australia more so, what advice would you give them? Are there any, I guess, big roadblocks to watch out for, uh, obviously, given with more people joining the platforms? That's a very good question. Um, I love answering this. The, the best piece of advice I can give to a, a person that wants to become a YouTuber is consistency. Um, keep uploading. Keep working hard on your videos. It doesn't matter if you get one view or 10 views. Eventually, you'll start seeing the views grow. It doesn't matter. It, it took me five years to get to where I am. So don't expect to be like a one-night wonder. Just keep consistent. Keep entertaining. And trust me, in the end, you'll be fine. You'll, you'll just be as big as PewDiePie, I bet you. I'll see you on the top. Wow, those are some big words of encouragement, Demi. But we love to hear it. Um, and I would just like to say it's been so great speaking with you thank you so much for coming on um hopefully no later in the year if you've got more exciting content you can come back and chat to us again if you've got more to say we're always here always happy to listen but for now have you got any final thoughts or words you'd like to share with the audience before we wrap up um just subscribe to my youtube channel speaking <laughs> both of my gaming where, channel and my second channel speaking of where can people find you like you know you have the twitch and youtube what do they search to find demi uh to be, uh, on YouTube, just type youtube.com slash demiplaysgames and on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash demip. Awesome. Thank you for joining us.